Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about the cost of not sleeping enough. And when it comes to the RAND Corporation, for the US it's $411 billion dollars or an increase in the mortality rate of 13%. But that's actually not the level of um, discussion we're going to have today. I want uh, us to think about the price that we individually, that I, you, and um, anybody else out there is paying for not sleeping enough. And this can be that your health is getting a hit, so you might be feeling um, bad at times, catching a flu frequently. Uh, This might be that your productivity is dropping, even though you're working harder and harder. This might be an imbalance in your emotional um, setup. So you're uh, maybe a little bit moody, don't have the time or the patience to nurture uh, the relationship to your loved ones. So this can be very, uh, very different for uh, any uh, person. But if you feel that something uh, of those points I just mentioned or something else that just uh, came to mind relates to you, then today would be a good day to think about if you're willing to pay this price and move on in your life. I know that sometimes if we're stuck in a situation where we're under high demands from our families, from our jobs, from Whatever, there are many reasons out there why we're under high demand. Sometimes we feel we don't have the choice to change. But something in us also knows that that's only partly true. If we find one single other person that has similar circumstances, or at least comparable, similar will be hard, but comparable circumstances, and he or she is acting a different way, then we know that we can do so too. And we should always have the belief and the faith that we can act in a different way. That's basically what really differentiates us from animals. We've got a consciousness uh, where we're carrying it around with ourselves and we can use it for helping others and we can use it to create our own future and our own lives. Because if we push everything to our circumstances then we are a victim of these circumstances and there's no sense in changing our behaviors, right? But the truth is that our behaviors actually and mostly or ultimately always create our circumstances. So if we start to change our behaviors, our circumstances will follow. It can be hard depending on the stage of life where you are right now, which circumstances you are faced with right now. And it might take longer than a day or two. It might even take years. But that doesn't change the truth. If you look at lottery winner, let's let's say that's a good example. There are many, many others out there. But just let, let's take the lottery winner. So let's look at somebody who is broke. He or she is broke because he or she spent more money than uh, he or she had an income. And now this person who is in the habit of spending more than uh, he or she gets on money wins in the lottery. And as I said, there are several cases, you can prove that right, to be right, in the internet. 
So if these people get, let's say a million dollars or 10 million, it doesn't, literally doesn't matter how much money you give these people because as long as they are in the habit of spending more, they will adapt their lifestyle. So everything's going to raise. They're going to have more expensive cars, a bigger uh, apartment, maybe a house, whatever. And they're going to continue to spend more money than they have, which leaves them broke after a period of a year, two, three, sometimes even shorter. And the same is true for sleep too. So if we don't get into the habit to treat ourselves good now, we're not going to do it in a year or two or three when the circumstances are changing. So when our kids are grown up or when our a promotion, we've got a promotion or when you name it, whatever happened, we're just going to have the next thing and reason why it's not possible to do it right now. What I want to say with this is our behavior actually is more important than the circumstance. As you can see with the lottery winner, the circumstance in regards to the money that he didn't have before was completely solved, but he wasn't in the behavior to be wealthy. And this is exactly what we have to recognize with our sleep too. If other people out there are in a similar circumstance and have the time to sleep, feel good. There's a reason for that. And the reason is individually completely different, but the, it's a fact that everybody of us has 24 hours and everybody of us can only spend each hour, each minute, each second once. So we get to decide where we put that second to work. And on that level, it's important to understand that many of us have a problem with, let's say, saying no. High demands from the outside, sometimes high expectations from the inside. So we want to uh, be the best version of ourselves, but we can get caught in that. If we don't say no to certain things and um, push them away and say it's not possible, then we will end up to do too much and get nothing done. Commit to doing too much, must say, and get nothing done. And that's a bad space. Uh, let's say uh, the kids want to spend time with you if you're a mom or dad and um, you, you promise, yeah, I'm going to do that. But in the end, uh, you, you know that you don't have the time to. It would be better to say, no, I don't have the time, but I'm going to take my time tonight, tomorrow, whatever, and reserve a slot when, uh, when you will do so. Instead of always pushing, always trying to fulfill the, the demands, and the demands are endless. So we're out there and demands are unlimited and endless. And if we don't learn to say no to certain demands, then we're going to have a hard time to fix our lives when it comes to our sleep. So one thing that uh, personally happened to me is I slept very, very low hours not even because of outside demands, it was more the inside demand. I wanted to do too much. And doing too much led me to live like a zombie over at least a year, probably two, maybe even more. No, I would say it was two years were, were a really hard time where I just said, okay, I'm gonna sleep, you know, four and a half hours and that's it. I'm gonna go, uh, you know, do the things that I have to get done the next day. But in the end I was feeling Weak. I wasn't healthy at that time. I got, you know, 
uh, wasn't feeling healthy, healthy, healthy. I wasn't a particular really sick or had a bad disease, but I was just not feeling good. And uh, I was also less productive, less creative. My mood dropped at times when I was, there were nights where I got more sleep, but uh, I really tried to max out on this. And the end of the story is that I got my slip disc at some point, which one would say, okay, that's not really sleep related, which is true, but the ripple effect or the real cause is, in my opinion, looking at this years after, uh, is related to the sleep too, because not getting, getting enough sleep led me to have less social contacts, working too much, sitting on my, uh, on my bum, basically, on the chair, sitting on the chair, working, and not doing sports, uh, because I wasn't in the mood to, and I, I thought I didn't have the time to do so. So a lot of things happened in that relationship that were just not good for me. And this doesn't have to happen to you. Probably you're already paying the price to a certain degree and you know you're doing so. But there's always a time that you can stop, take a deep breath, and think about what is honestly going to serve you in the next couple of years. And... Uh, it's not a good idea to push that too far into future because that's a bad habit too. If you push things now and say, okay, in two, three, five years, the kids are going to be bigger. I've got the promotion. I've got whatever. The next thing is going to be there. You're in the habit of chasing the future and you will never take the time until something might happen to you that puts you in a place and space that you have to think about like it happened to me. And I was lucky there are other people, we all know that you can get serious diseases and even diseases that you won't recover from. So um, I feel myself to be very lucky that this happened to me and um, would be happy if this podcast brings the one or other of you to think about, to just take a step back, maybe just take five minutes today after listening to this podcast Take a deep breath in, maybe sit down where it's quiet, close your eyes and think about what you can do to improve your sleep. So you want to prioritize your sleep first and say, okay, it's important. Recognize and prioritize that it is important and then find ways to get that time back and use it for sleep. Don't try to get the big catch in the first, uh, first uh, thought. Do little things. Maybe pick one day where you say, okay, I'm going to treat myself with a good night of sleep. And move on. And see how you feel the next day. See what you get done the next day. And then pick another day and say, okay, that was great. I'm going to do it again. So these are things that we can all do. And there's a lot of a lot of uh, things out there that will help you to do so. But essentially, it's, it starts with the mindset, right? We have to get our mindset right. We have to value sleep for ourselves as something that we deserve to get in a decent amount. Um, and that's basically part of every coaching that I do. The mindset is the first week of coaching, just getting our minds right to recognize where are we truly standing 
are we giving ourselves the um, are we allowing ourselves to get enough sleep are we worthy enough to get that sleep or are we feeling that it's a waste of time are we wasting our time if we give away time to sleep for us to feel better there's so much going on when it comes to the mindset and sleep that it's it's really essential to get started and after that we we move on to the practice and the coachings and test things that are good for us or not you know it's not one one fits all everybody has to kind of practice things you can practice things in your body your nutrition your mindset too your mind not the mindset the mind like meditation things like that and after that <coughs> excuse me we make things habitual and enjoyable and master this so very important take your time and get your mindset right when it comes to sleep take time to acknowledge that this is important for you and that we're all paying a price for not getting enough sleep we're all paying the price if we want it or not if we go into the supermarket and we grab a couple of um, uh, bags of whatever we have to pay the price and there's no such thing as a sleep thief or something like that it just won't work so um Think about that and uh, drop me a comment uh, or an, a message if something uh, you heard today relate, related to you and if it took you into space to think about things maybe in a little bit different uh, uh, way than you did before. So we'd be really happy to, to uh, hear all your feedback about, about that. But as always, you've got the choice. You can listen to this and say, okay, uh, I don't have a choice. Uh, I have to move on. I'm going to do this in three years. Uh, or you can say, okay, I'm going to take a couple of minutes, think about things and try to improve the things that I can do. And there's so much there. Um, if you need inspiration, you know there's tons of inspiration information on the Sleep Trust uh, website. So visit sleeptrust.eu, check out the website and I'm sure you're going to find things that relate to you and that will help you to improve certain aspects of your sleep life and improve your life, your health your, uh, your um, mood, relationship, your emotional balance, your productivity, everything that is related and important to your life will get improved as soon as you take care of yourself. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. When it comes to the RAND Corporation, the cost for not sleeping well is $411 billion every year for the U.S., in addition, it's a 13% increased mortality rate. When it comes to the price that we individually pay for not sleeping well, we tend to deny that it has an impact on our health, our productivity, our relationship, our emotional balance, and so on. Thinking about sleep and valuing sleep in a different way can help us to change things in the long haul. I hope that you start changing your sleep habits and improve all those aspects of your life that you deserve to have improved. And with that, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about how you can fuel up your purpose to sleep well. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu, that's sleeptrust.eu, 
where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.